Welcome to the Commission Queen podcast. Commission Queen is for women real estate agents that are craving success and want to do things differently. We talk all things manifesting, money, and of course, real estate. I'm your host, Becca Marie, and just like you, I'm a real estate agent. I went from struggling to get clients to making over six figures consistently while working 15 hours or less each week. And now I coach women like you on how to do the same. Listen for real life examples and tips in every episode on how to massively increase your income and find your freedom with ease. You're here because you're ready to change your life, your business, and your financial status. So let's do it. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode. Today, I want to talk about my famous one showing wonders. One showing wonders is just as it sounds. It's when you get a buyer and you either show them one property and they put an offer in and get it accepted, or if you haven't even seen them or met them or they haven't even seen a property and they put in an offer and get it accepted, yes, that happens. I'm famous for this because over the last couple of years, I have had over 31 showing wonders. In fact, this year and last year, it was almost the majority of my clients. It was like 50 plus percent of my buyers got an offer accepted. The first house that they saw, the first offer that they put in. In the last two years, I have had way more than ever clients that I had just talked to on the phone. I had not even met them in person and they purchased a house that they had not even seen yet and called me up and said, I want to put an offer in on this house. I put in an offer and then I met them on the first showing of that house after their offer was already accepted. And all of this has happened in the busiest, busiest of markets over the last couple of years, which have been crazy. And it's been really difficult for most buyers agents going to several, several showings like 10, 20, 30, 40 showings and putting in three, four, five, 10 offers and still not getting it accepted. So even in those times, of course, that was happening in my market. My market was not slow. My market was very fast-paced, and this was happening. And yet my buyers, my clients, were getting their offers accepted. They're getting their first offer accepted. If you work with buyers or you're a buyer's agent, can you see how this would save you a lot of time? If you, if your clients were getting their first offer accepted and putting in an offer on their very first home that you showed them. Yes, it is a huge, huge time saver. And I absolutely love to work with buyers. I know there's a lot of people that don't love to work with buyers because they say that they are time wasters. And I have not had that experience, although it has not always been that way. When I first got into the business, I was a buyer's agent. So I was working strictly with buyers. And I remember working with people for over a year, the same buyers for over a year, showing them, you know, in the thirties of houses. And I remember showing so many houses and saying, okay, I can't do this forever. Like I can't spend all of my time, all of my nights, all of my weekends showing homes to buyers that I know are not going to buy, or they're not interested in the houses that I'm showing. I have to figure out a way to streamline this. I actually remember my first one showing wonder. It was pretty early on in my career and the clients were great. They were my ideal clients. 
And during this time, it was rare that I was working with my ideal clients. Very often I was working with clients that you know wouldn't answer my phone call all the time or clients that didn't appreciate my value. And these clients were my ideal clients. This was still when I was working on the team. So I was working with a lot of buyers at once, like a lot, and usually in the same area. So I really got to know the market and I really... Like I was looking at pretty much every home in the market at this certain price point. And the price point, by the way, was so small. It was like 150 and under, maybe 175 and under. But there were so many homes. This was like 2013. So a lot of bank-owned homes, prices were way lower. So anyways, I really got to know the market and all of the homes that were available in it because they weren't going quite as quickly. And these clients, they told me, you know, what they wanted. And I just felt, okay, I know exactly which house that they want. And I told them that in the buyer's consultation, I was like, okay, I know a property that you will absolutely love. I took them straight to that property and they fell in love with with it. And they were like, yes, I love it. And I remember then, since I had never had a one showing wonder before, I remember feeling like, this can't happen and this is bad and they should look at more properties. So showed them the house. They loved it. It was the one they wrote an offer, got it accepted. And I said, you know what? I just want to make sure that you're sure. So let's go look at other properties. They were sure they knew that they wanted that property, but it was me. It was my belief that this couldn't happen. That one showing wonders didn't happen. And I took them out to show them some more properties then, even though they did end up buying that house that I showed them the very first time. I remember feeling like, wow, if that could happen every time, that would be amazing. Do you know what my dollar per hour was on that? I mean, so much better than what I was used to before of showing people 20 plus houses until they finally purchased one. Now, I wish I could tell you that after that, I started having a bunch of one showing wonders. I did not. I continued to struggle and work with the wrong clients and work with buyers that were wasting my time and feeling like buyers are liars and all of those things that you have probably struggled with if you have been a buyer's agent. Finally, when I started manifesting in real estate, getting really, really intentional about how I ran my business and how business went for me, that is when I stepped into the one showing wonders all of the time, making it my standard. And now since it's the norm for me and for my clients, I know that when I go out with a buyer, it's going to be worth my time. I work with buyers that are decisive and trust their decisions. So If I don't have a one showing wonder where they put an offer in on the first home, it's usually in the first three homes and it has been a long time. I could not even tell you how long it has been since I have showed a client over five homes. Very often when I tell agents this, they immediately think, and I've had a lot of agents say this to me, oh, well, yeah, but I'm not pushy with my clients or I am not that type of agent. I let them see all of the houses they want to see. These are the limiting beliefs that are coming up for them and for you if you're having those same thoughts right now, because I also am not pushy at all. The majority of time when I'm working with buyers, I do not say a peep when they are thinking about 
offering on a property. If they want my advice, I will gladly give it to them and I will give them my authentic advice. If I feel that we go to a house and it is not the one and I see some big red flags, of course I am going to say those things. But it has nothing to do with um, being pushy or not letting them see the properties that they want to see. Those are the limiting beliefs. So what if you could switch those beliefs and what if you didn't have to be pushy and what if you did let them see all the properties that they wanted to see and they only wanted to see one property? So here are my tips on having your own one showing wonders and making it a norm, making it your standard. First, shift your energy. Shift your energy and letting it be possible. Let it be possible that your client is your ideal client and they come and they are ready and willing to work with you. They find a house that they love. They say, I want to go see this house. You take them to the house or maybe you don't even take them to the house. They just want to write an offer on it and you write the offer and they get it accepted. It doesn't matter if it's multiple offers or whatever, it still gets accepted. How does it happen? You don't need to know how it happens. Let that be up to the universe. Let that be up to God and just have that energy. Hold that energy for you and for your client that your offers get accepted. Hold the energy for you and for your client that they are ready to make decisions and trust themselves. Trust the decisions that they make. Do you think that your energy and your beliefs make a difference in your buyer's process? Absolutely they do. If you believe that they can find the right home, the perfect home for them in the first time and get their offer accepted, that makes a big difference. Everything is energy and whether people know it or not or say it or not, they can sense our energy. And so if we're feeling like, okay, here we go. Now we're going into this tough market and we're going to have to see hundreds of homes and we're going to have to write a million offers before we get one accepted. They are going to feel that and that is what's going to happen. Also shift your belief around buyers. Shift your belief around how you think and act and how you believe that buyers act with you as well. The real estate industry has a lot to say about buyers. Buyers are liars is one of the most common phrases that people know to be true in real estate. And it is true for them if that is what they believe. When I started having huge success with buyers, it's when I shifted my belief around how they are with me and how they are in the real estate market. I stopped saying those phrases. I stopped thinking those phrases. I stopped saying, oh, I have just unrealistic buyers. When will they get it? And stopped complaining about these buyers. Their goal is not to waste your time. In fact, they don't even want to waste their own time. You know what I mean? Have you ever thought of that, that they're not just wasting your time? It's also a waste of their time if they're having to spend their evenings and weekends going out and looking for homes. If they're truly motivated, they would like to find the right home as soon as possible and get into it so they can start enjoying their life in their new home. So shift your thoughts, beliefs, and energy around how you work with buyers. 
The second tip for you is to make sure that they are motivated and make sure you know what that motivation is. So understanding why are they moving? What's the reason for the move? What's important to them about the move? Why do they want to move in that time frame? Really understand what their motivation is and say it back to them so that they are also remembering, okay, this is why I want to move. When you find this out, you'll know whether or not they are going to be looking for a year or if they are ready to move right away. When you know this, you can decide how much time and effort you want to devote to working with them. If they say, well, I have no reason for moving, but I would just like to go look at some homes, you know that they're not really that motivated. Now, I will say, if your energy is on point, if your standards are actually that buyers love to work with you and buyers love to buy houses and they are decisive and trust the decisions that they make that they make for themselves, then it still could work. I've had tons of buyers that come to me and they didn't really seem motivated. I didn't necessarily reach out to them to try to get them to go look at houses or try to buy a house. I don't do any of that. I let them come to me, tell me when they're ready. And so I've had people say, yeah, we're just kind of looking for the right house and we're not really sure it's just until the right one comes along. And actually because of my energy, because of the standards that I set, they come to me and those are the people, the ones that I thought, well, they're not really motivated. They come to me and say, I'm ready to put in an offer I found online. We do it. They get it. And the first time I'm meeting them is at the house and they absolutely love the choice that they made. That's the beauty of manifesting in real estate. The third tip is making sure your buyer is prepared. So whether that is a call, a Zoom call, ideally a meeting that you can sit down, a buyer's consultation where you prepare them about what the buyer's process looks like, what buying a home means so that they understand and you're really walking them through. And on that consultation or during this time that I'm preparing the buyer, I want them to feel super confident in going forward. A lot of times the reason buyers aren't ready to make a move is because they don't necessarily know what that means or what's upcoming. And it's so important that you educate them on the process. So I like to make sure that they feel really confident. And also during this meeting, I say these words, which are so gold, whether it's someone who has bought a house before or it's a younger person or younger couple that is buying their first house, everybody has either heard or experienced where they have seen lots of different properties or their family tells them, yeah, you know, when we bought our house, we looked at 50 houses before we put an offer in on our first house, which as agents is not at all what we want them to set as their standard for how they think the buyer's process is going to go, right? And back in the day, that maybe did have to happen, right? We didn't have the internet or the internet wasn't, you know, we didn't have 3D walkthroughs and all of these different things that we have now. So I tell the buyers that I say, you know, you may have experienced in the past where you've had to look at a lot of homes, or you may have talked to your family members that have told you that they looked at a million homes before they decided on one. Because of today's technology, you're doing your first showing 
on the internet. Like you're looking through all the homes, you get the 3D walkthroughs for a lot of homes. Pictures are a lot better today. So you're really looking at all of those hundreds of homes on the internet first to find out what you really like and what you want. So when we finally do a showing, it's with a house that you really think is the one. Most of my clients only see one to three homes before putting an offer in on their dream house. Okay, do you see how that sets the tone for them? How it sets the tone for how we are going to be working together. Never did I say I only show you one to three homes and then you have to decide like it's freaking house hunters. I don't say anything like that. It's not pushy at all. I just say, which is the actual facts if you look at my stats, it is my average homes that I show is like three So that's 100% true, and it gives them the ability to say, okay, it's all right, I'm not crazy if I put an offer in on the first home that I see. You're welcome to take that verbiage and use it yourself and you know change it around for how it works for you, if it's five or whatever it is, but setting the tone so that they know going forward, it's okay to write an offer in the first couple of houses that you see. The last tip on getting one showing wonders is get super clear on what the buyer wants. Super, super, super clear. So often I hear agents that just get so fed up about these buyers that are saying that they like different things than what they had originally said. That's the whole buyers are liars phrase. That's where it comes from. And what I find is they ask them how many beds, how many baths, you know, just kind of really basic questions and then sent them listings that met that basic criteria. That is not good enough. It is our job to find out what they really want and what that means. So when I have a buyer's consultation with them or have an initial phone consultation, I'm getting really, really clear on what they want. So I have a list of a bunch of questions. I don't even know how many questions it is, but I have a list of a huge amount of questions. And I used to use the actual questions. Now I pretty much have them in my head and can just go through them through memory. But with the questions, it's getting clear, not just for me, but it helps the buyer know what they want as well. Because sometimes they only are thinking the basic questions that you're asking anyways. They know what they want in that way. But if you're asking more detailed questions, it's helping them get clear on their decision and what they want as well. And with every question that I ask, I ask, why is that important to you? Or what does that mean to you if I want to get some more clarity on their meaning? So if the buyer says, I want the house to be really light, I'm thinking, okay, you want a lot of light fixtures, you want a lot of windows, and they say, no, I want the paint and the carpet to all be really light colored. That is a difference, right? So we all have our ideas of what a word means to us, but it can mean something totally different to someone else. Like right now, if I were to say, think of a dog, every single person listening to this podcast is probably thinking of a totally different looking dog. So you can see how it could get really confusing figuring out what the buyer wants if we're not getting really clear and digging deeper in what they want and what that means to them. 
And also, if you know why they're looking for something, you can also get creative with different things. So if they say, I need a house with five bedrooms, and you know that in that criteria in that market, it's going to be really hard to find five bedrooms. You can say, would you be open to four bedrooms and an office or four bedrooms and an unfinished basement? So you could add um, a bedroom. It's really just getting creative and digging deep into what they need. So you're having super, super clarity on all of that because that helps them get clarity as well. Instead of figuring out what they want while on the showing. A lot of times, you know, you just get the basics and then they go into a house and I've had this happen. This is from personal experience. (laughs) You get to the showing and they're like, yeah, I really like this house, but you know what? Now that I drove out here, it's just too far away from work. And I'm thinking, what the heck? Didn't you know that this was 45 minutes from your work instead of 25 or whatever? When I stopped getting frustrated and stopped complaining about the buyer, I started to think, okay, what could I have done to help that situation in the future? And that is this clarity piece, understanding that you're going to talk about everything and saying, okay, is 20 minutes from your work okay? Is 45 minutes from your work okay? And figuring out what are the must-haves, what are the deal breakers for them. And then if they send you a property that's outside of that, that you know, you can say, okay, you said it was a must-have to have a fence and this property doesn't have a fence. Should I start looking for houses that don't have fences? Is that okay? Most of the time, my clients will come back and say, oh, I didn't even realize that. Thank you so much for telling me. So if you're getting properties that you're going to and you know in your head that they're not going to like that one, voice your concerns because they don't want to waste their time either. They don't want to go to a property and realize, oh shoot, I didn't realize this one didn't have a fence and now they just wasted their evening. We are realtors. We do this every day. And so we shouldn't expect that they know exactly how to tell us what they want. We should be the ones to know how to get that out of them, how to make them really clear on what they want and how to find the right property that fits their needs. I'll repeat the tips for those of you who are taking notes or taking mental notes of how to have more one showing wonders in your business. One is to make it your standard, shift your energy, your thoughts, and your beliefs around working with buyers and around that one showing wonders are possible and they can be the norm for you. Two is knowing the client's motivation. Three is preparing the client, preparing the buyer. And four is getting crystal clear on what it is they want and need. All four of these work together. So don't just do the strategy things and leave out the energy part because it is so, so important. Energy is the way that you're able to manifest these things to happen as well. Here's some questions I usually get around this. One is what if I already have a buyer that I'm working with and I've been showing them tons of homes or writing lots of offers, what can I do now to speed up or help them find the right property instead of continuing this cycle where it feels like it's never ending and that we'll never get a property? First thing with this is that shifting of the energy, shifting your belief around buyers in general, but also this buyer about how they make decisions. Trust that they are able to make decisions and trust themselves. They will feel that shift in your energy and it will create a catalyst for them finding the right house. 
and sit down and go through that same preparedness and go through the questions of what it is they're looking for in a house, really getting detailed and super crystal clear on what they're looking for. Because remember, that doesn't just help you. It also majorly, majorly helps the buyer understand what they're looking for. They may just be trying to go house to house and that is narrowing down what they're looking for. But if you have that conversation up front, or in this case, just now, if you have that conversation to get really clear on what they want, that means they will know as soon as they see it that, yes, this is what I said that I wanted and I can make the decision to make this the house that I put an offer in on and a winning offer at that. Another question I get is, my market is absolutely insane and I cannot imagine having a one-showing wonder in this market. And my answer for that is, because you can't imagine it, that is the exact reason. You have to believe that it's possible for you in your market and it's possible for your client. I have had clients like uh, through my coaching, through Commission Queen, I have had clients all over the place that have practiced what I teach. And in any market, in the craziest of markets, they have still been able to have one showing wonders. When agents in my market find out that I have one showing wonders all the time, they're like, what the heck are you doing? Because it is impossible to have that happen in this market. And it's just because I don't believe it's impossible. I believe that it's very possible, that it's my standard, and that this is what happens. Last question I get is, what if I feel bad about having them put an offer in on the first property? What if I feel like that makes me pushy or I feel like that's a bad idea? If you're feeling like this, know that you are a good agent. I hope you're a good agent. If you're listening to this, you are a good agent and you would never put your buyer in a bad position. You know that if you saw any red flags that you would absolutely let them know. And you see houses all of the time. You see hundreds of houses every single year, right? So you know what to look for and what would be a bad thing. And you also got really, really clear on what they were looking for. Support and encourage every one of your clients buying process. So if their buying processes that they do want to look at more houses before they decide on one, of course, that's okay and support them in that. And also support the buyers that come to you and say, I am ready to buy a house. I am like ready to get this house, put an offer in, put the winning offer in because I am so motivated that I want to get into a house within the next month then support them in that as well. Every single buyer doesn't have to be a one-showing wonder. That would be super fun if it was, but of course, every single buyer does not have to be that. But this whole idea is knowing that it is possible and knowing that it can really be a standard, that there are lots and lots and lots of people that it really supports them to get a house quickly and not have to go through the headache of spending their evenings and weekends looking at houses that aren't the right fit. It's like if I do my research online for a car and I figure out exactly what car I want and I go to the place and I go for a test drive and I'm like, yep, this is great. This is exactly the car I want. And if the car salesperson said to me, okay, great, but before you do that, let's just go look at a couple other cars to make sure this is the right one. 
that would sketch me out. I'd be like, no, I don't want to waste my time. I know what car I want. I already did my research and this is the one I want to go with. It would make me feel more insecure, like feeling like, am I making the wrong decision if the salesperson was questioning my decision-making? So it's never about being pushy. It's never about being salesy. It's just about preparing your client, having the right energy, and being there to support them in their process. I can't wait to hear about all of the one showing wonders that you're going to start having. And if you loved this type of content, if you loved learning about the one showing wonder and the buyer process, this is all inside the commission system. So all of the specific questions that I ask and all of that is all inside the commission system to help you automate your lead gen. And of course, make the buying and selling process even easier and quicker for you, which I will link in the show notes. Take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in it. I want to see where you're listening and hear what you loved about this episode. Gratitude and abundance, queens. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you loved this episode, hit the subscribe button and share a review. I so appreciate every one of you. If you're not already following me on social media, you can find me at Commission Queen and go to commissionqueen.com to browse products and get more free content.